I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 141, report on the fourth day of the 2020 Democratic National Convention. And the 2020 Democratic National Convention concluded earlier tonight, very likely the most important political convention in our American history, because it nominated candidates for president and vice president for what in many ways is the most important election in our history, coming up in November. Why so important? Because it's the last and only chance to vote out of office a president who is the biggest threat to our democracy in our history, Donald Trump. This convention, as you know, was conducted virtually. The reason, as you also know, was safety with the COVID-19 pandemic still raging across America. This would have been a very necessary compromise. But I thought the convention came off so well. I thought the virtual convention was in many ways so much better than an in-person convention that it thus was not only no compromise, but something or at least parts of which, that should be done again and become part of the basic structure of how conventions to nominate presidents of our country are henceforth conducted and presented to our nation. I thought the virtual convention was better in at least two ways. First, the sequences of people across America in the nomination roll call in the endorsements and nominations, in the people talking about their struggles with racism, with the pandemic, and their businesses, were the best way I've seen of putting substance to the we the people, the first words of our Constitution that were adopted as the motto of this 2020 Democratic National Convention. Second, I think talking into a camera in a quiet hall or room made for better speeches by the major speakers. Part of the reason why I thought everyone from Bernie to Obama and Joe Biden gave the best speeches of their careers was the clarity and intensity that the camera, rather than a huge crowd, affords the speaker. I'm not sure this kind of speech-making will continue when COVID subsides. I hope it does. The Democrats, at least in my lifetime, have always been the party of the future, so it's only fitting that they trailblazed a new way of conducting conventions in this our age of COVID-19. Now, as to the content of this final night of the 2020 Democratic National Convention, I thought it had many splendid, memorable moments, many of them bringing tears to the eyes and hope to the soul. I thought the rival segment was especially effective. I thought Julia Louise Dreyfus 
as host of the entire evening was not only emotionally satisfying, but laugh-out-loud funny. And the teenage boy in New Hampshire who stutters and who explained how Joe Biden, who also stutters but has largely gotten on top of it, gave him some helpful advice was, well, courageous and inspiring, only do that segment partial justice. And Joe Biden, well, yes, he too indeed delivered the speech of his life, summoning all of America to join him in the battle ahead to reclaim America, and then set it on a better path. The great speeches earlier in the convention were delivered by people like Barack Obama, who have delivered many an inspirational and eloquent speech before. But I've never heard Joe Biden deliver anything like what he said tonight. Masterfully written and masterfully delivered in equal measure. I can barely imagine, and I don't particularly want to imagine, what the Republicans will do next week at their convention. I can imagine the America that Joe Biden so powerfully described, and I'll do all in my power in the months ahead to help make that happen. The Light on Light Through podcast. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Light on Light Through. The Republicans begin their convention this coming Monday. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. You know, the media scholar in me wants to watch all four nights and come back here every night and give you some reports. I don't know if I'll have the stomach to do that. You know, one of the good things about doing podcasts is that you, the podcaster, decide completely whether or not you want to do a podcast episode. I'm sure I'll be back here next week saying something about the Republican National Convention, but I'm not sure I'll be saying something every night of the four nights because I want to maintain at least the veneer of civility in these podcasts. So... I'll be back here soon with another episode of Light On, Light Through. In the meantime, enjoy. Athens, 2042 A.D. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left, again, into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com.
ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. 